Hello and welcome to the Story Analysis Podcast. My name is Ashley and I'm here today with Lydia um, because she read a book, a play, it's a play, and then forced me to watch a musical. Yes! (laughs) So we're going to discuss it today. We are! The title is Cyrano? Is there more to the title, or is well, that it? Well, I don't know if there was for the movie, but the book is Cyrano de Bergerac. De Bergerac? The French. De who knows. <laughs> de who knows. So, pitch this for me. Pitch it. Okay. It is about a man. <laughs> and that's all we it's have. About and we're... <laughs> it is about a man. And um, in the book... His whole thing is, like, he has an uber-large nose, Mm. okay? It's known about him. Like, he's got this big old nose, and um, he uh, is this, like, great fighter, witty guy. Um, Okay. Like, sword fighter? Yes, yes. And he's in the army, and he's, like, a witty person, and everyone knows him. He's not, like, a recluse or anything, but, like... He's got a ginormous nose on his face. They all know it. Okay. And he well, has decided... how do you hide that? <laughs> exactly. He has decided that this means that the woman he loved will never love him back. Okay. Because... Presumptuous. Deformity, basically. Um. And um, he has been in love with this girl forever. I think in the book, their cousins... Mm. Of course they are. I mean, cousin can mean a lot of things back in the day. Keep it in the family. Um, (laughs) In the movie, I believe he said, like, they grew up together. Mm -hmm. Which is rich, because Peter Dinklage is, like, what, 20 years older than this girl? I I do feel like he's always been 20 years older than everyone. Maybe it's a little much, but he's quite a bit older than her. I'm so. sure he is. <laughs> um, that's not necessarily inaccurate with the book, though. I mean, I feel like in these old literature stories, there is often this object of desire is like the young, romantic fool of a girl. Yeah. That's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. These older men just want her. And they, of course. They wrap it in this, uh, her innocence, which is, I guess, a kind of creepy thing we could unpack, yeah. potentially. <laughs> yep. Uh, but it shows up a lot in literature. Like, there's some, I think, of the Shakespeare heroines are like that, and, like, some of the Jane, not like Marion Dashwood's kind of like that with Colonel Brandon and Sense of Sensibility. Um, <clears throat> so it's not just like a male author thing, it's like <laughs> <laughs> a trope, as it were. Um, but anyway, all that to say, he is in love with this woman and will not tell her. Um, and he finds out that she like falls in love, aka sees this other hot young soldier and is like, wow, I need that. And, (laughs) um, but this guy's like illiterate and he's kind of dumb and naive as well. And so, um, 
But he, of course, he loves... It's Roxanne, right? That's the girl's yep. name. And the other... So it's Cyrano, Roxanne, and Christian is the other... Um, <sighs> the other guy. One of these things is not like <laughs> Exactly. And... Basic. Um, Cyrano knows that she loves him because she, like, confides in Cyrano. They're close friends. And um, he basically decides to help Christian woo her because she wants Christian and she won't love Christian if she finds out how stupid he is. And Cyrano, quote-unquote, wants to make her happy, but I think Cyrano just wants, um, like... An ability to confess his feelings to her and an outlet an outlet basically. sure yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. so that's more or less the first half of the play which is not traditionally a musical but <laughs> was for this movie that is kind of an interesting switch like probably a pretty easy switch mm-hmm. if it's already formatted like a play mm-hmm. but interesting to just like step it up <laughs> yeah i we can talk about the movie for a little bit before we go into the second half if you want sure. like, the weird thing about this book i guess before we do that is it's got two very different tones to it and it's like chopped right down the middle so the first half of the story is mm-hmm. very like comedy of errors and mm-hmm. miscommunication and sure. romance and funny moments you mm-hmm. know and, um, oh, I didn't say, in the movie, they don't, Cyrano doesn't have a giant nose. He's Peter Dinklage. Yeah. So he's a smaller person. Right. And, uh, that's his thing. They make jokes about his short stature. Yeah. And stuff like that. It seems, I don't know, a little bit more realistic yeah. to me. Well, and, uh, I mean. Any illustration like this, too, is like, it's like a comical nose, which right. is kind of strange. Like, it's like a... That makes it less like real. A Pinocchio <laughs> nose, kind of. Like, it is a comedy. Yeah. It's not a real story, yeah. then. Whereas, I don't know, that seems a little bit more like... Yeah. I, it would be easy to have that complex yeah. if you were a little person. Yeah, and, like, to feel like there's just barriers there. Right. And you can't expect that person to, you know, yeah. like, probably feel that way. Right. I would understand that more than mm-hmm. the, yeah, like, more humorous. Everyone aspect. who's ever played Cyrano in a play is wearing yeah. a mask, right? Yeah. So <laughs> Well and I wonder if that was part of the reason he wanted to do it and his wife mm-hmm. partner, I think I think it's his wife, mm-hmm. um was one of the writers, I think. Okay. We saw her name in the credits, right? Or I looked her up and she was one of the writers. Um and I wonder if because yeah, I feel like it could I think that just adds an adds interesting element. A level of realism yeah. and less of a, like, this is a comedy where we're, like, exaggerating something that's supposed to be a deformity. And that was my dog, not me. Um, <laughs> Canyon. <laughs> and I could see where that would be kind of not considered tasteful at this yeah. day and age, <laughs> you right. know? Um, but... I don't know. I really like the visuals of the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 
What the French. That? Victorian French times. Probably before is. that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the, what is it? The Rococo and Baroque oh, or something. Uh, like the, the red rouge cheeks and uh, the high white faces and powdered wigs. and. It's just the worst makeup you've ever it. seen in your life. Like I've also never seen that portrayed in a movie where, well, maybe I have, but not very often, where it was portrayed as like, regal. And proper. No, it's they're always, always like disgusting people. Yeah, in the in the throes of debauchery. It's awful. Which I mean, I, that's like when the French Revolution was around I, that time, right? So I like, don't know anything about the history. I, I get why they portray it that way. It probably was that way in a lot of ways. But. Well, and I mean that's a valid question. Yeah. How how accurate is that? But it's awful, and that's the extent of my knowledge is yeah. how I've seen it depicted in movies, yeah. and it's just. It's terrible. <laughs> hey, hey, don't. He's a pretty terrible little guy at that, the one he fights and kills. Yeah, just <laughs> awful. And, like, you know, men in silks and corsets and yes. heels and wigs and yep. the worst makeup you've ever seen in your life. Very <clears throat> odd choice. I, I feel, you remember the Powerpuff Girls? Yeah. You remember the bad devil thing? I never watched it. With, like, the heels and the... <laughs> Inspired by. It's kind of similar vibes to me for some reason. Yucky. It's just yucky. Well, and it's like, I don't know, like, time-wise, where that actually falls in history. Yeah. But it's as disgusting to me as, like, you know, plague Europe. <laughs> sure. Maybe they were. <laughs> Where, like, that is also depicted as, like, just the, like, the poor people, especially, yeah. just living in ick. Nobody yeah. has teeth. And it's... I mean, I think a lot of that was the same time, because that's probably be. how the <clears throat> lower class French citizens were living, while the upper class lived uh, like Very this, well could be. Know? Anyway, just horribly shown on TV. Yes. Don't enjoy it. <laughs> but apart from that, I really, I really liked the visuals. I thought it was very pretty. Yeah. Whoever was in charge of shooting it, whether it was mm -hmm. the director's vision or what, like, it was very pretty to look at, and um, I liked the costumes and the scenery, and mm -hmm. it kind of felt like a play. It did. It felt like they were using practical sets, yeah. and, like, you could see the camera was where it was, and it wasn't all just tight close-ups and stuff. It was it was good. Mm -hmm. Um I thought Roxanne was beautiful. Yeah. She was. I had this weird uncanny thing the whole time where I'm like, I know her, though. And I don't, really. I mean, she was in The Magnificent Seven, so mm -hmm. that might have been contributing to it. But, yeah. Like, is it Jennifer Lawrence? Is it someone I actually know, like, mm -hmm. that I'm thinking of? I, I'm not sure. She, she felt very familiar to me. Um, but I thought she did a really good job mm -hmm. portraying that, like, kind of foolish romantic self-absorbed woman without being like unlikable yeah she was not unlikable I didn't feel like no. I felt like you were like yeah I can see why Cyrano likes her mm -hmm. you know she's sweet to him mm -hmm. and she doesn't seem mean-spirited no. just young and a little delusional maybe a little oblivious <laughs> yeah. um oh right away in that movie too you see that this like duke or somebody wants to marry you he's a creepy old guy and you, yeah, it was not fun. I can't remember if he was in the book. I think he probably was. I don't think they had that. Ew. <laughs> intense. Uh, is he gonna force her into? Uh, yeah. 
is it called fiction, aka, um, yeah, scene, but I do think she probably had the affections of many. Um, I'm trying to think here. I love Peter Dinklage. I thought he did a good job. He felt similar to Tyrion in the storyline yeah, a little he bit. Did. I mean, Tyrion as a character is very much bound by his insecurities, and that's what's keeping him from, you know... Yeah, this character is a little more charismatic. Yes, a little more likable. Yeah. (laughs) And also probably a little more respected by the people around Mm -hmm. him, as much as they would make jokes sometimes about him, like, he felt like he was part of the community and a respected fighter and such. Um... um, The music... (laughs) Uh, the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room. This movie was very divisive for people. Yeah. I don't think many people liked it. Mm-hmm. But some people really liked it, and a lot of people really hated it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, don't watch it. And I'm like, well, what else movie is there to watch? Like, it's, it's like probably the, some old black and white one or something, but... <laughs> it, there isn't, like, a, a play that... Like cats, you know. <laughs> it probably is, and yeah. like I know there's a Steve Martin movie called Roxanne. Oh, yeah. That was like made in the late '80s or okay. '90s, and that's the story, but like in a modern sure. setting. Um, I've never seen it, but I've seen the cover mm-hmm. everywhere since I was little. Um, and there's probably movies of it. There's probably yeah, you can probably buy some kind of play and watch it on DVD, but. I don't know. The commercials for this were beautiful. Yeah. Like, well, I want to see this. And I like musicals. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> some of the songs I liked. I'm not going to say it was all garbage. No. I didn't feel like there was any... Oof. I didn't think the music was great. No. Like, there was one song where I was like, yeah, I could kind of sing this chorus. And then, like... But I'm like, I'm not... Usually when I get done with the musical, I'm like, oh, I want to look up the soundtrack afterwards. Yeah. Like, I don't think anyone's doing that no. for this movie. No. There was nothing memorable. And... Like, what genre of music were they going I for? I don't really know. I think they used a bunch of different genres of music, which was weird because yeah. of the time period. Yeah. That's fair. And it was not, it was all modern. Like, I, I think I said, like, I think when people go, oh, Cyrano's made into a musical, we're thinking it's going to be Les Mis. Well, yeah. And it's not. <laughs> It, yeah, I mean that's that's what they should have been aiming for. Yeah, I think. I think so. Like you'd expect, like oh, an orchestra, yeah, and, like almost opera sounding sure. type songs, and um, this was like I don't know. We had something that kind of sounded like a I don't remember country western song at some point, and then we there was other one. It was weird, like the soft rock, you know, like. <laughs> It was very weird. Nothing was catchy. Yeah. Nothing was very moving, even. Yeah, right. And, no. Yeah. I mean, I kind of want to listen to the soundtrack. Maybe that'll be my my job. Like, I'll I'll listen to the soundtrack and see if the songs, if any of them were like, oh, yeah, I like that one. Like, just as songs and not as Give them each, or figure out which genre each one is. Yeah, exactly. I think that was the biggest downfall of the movie. Yeah. Because I think if they would have come in with good musical numbers that were like, that were like Les Mis and Flavor, I think I would have loved it. I think I would have enjoyed it more. Yeah. Because I I didn't really care. Mm -hmm. It was, it wasn't crazy long, but it was a little long. By the end of it, I was like... Yeah, what's a pretty simple story? Okay, let's, (laughs) let's get to the end of this. And yeah, I mean, I don't, 
I can like a musical. Like yeah. if if you're gonna like really move me, Bob, mm-hmm. um, I'm here for it. And none of that music was yeah meaningful. Period. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was not great, but that's just it. Like I, I really like, I like the actors just fine. I I enjoy the story. I um I can I love a good romantic drama. You know, in sure. the right context mm-hmm. and. I, th- I thought it was beautiful, and I think if, if the music had been just a little better, yeah. it could have been uh, really good. I would have been like, hey, you guys got to watch this movie, and I don't really feel like I, I don't think I told anybody. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't know who, like, my dad would probably enjoy it, but yeah. I don't know that he'd love it either. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So, let's, do you have anything else to add to the first half of the movie? Um... Yeah. I don't think so. My literary analysis of the book is probably not going to be super deep because I started reading it and I was like, oh, this is a slog. Yeah. And like, I have this really cool edition that I found on like thrift books. Which really cool. It's like a fancy something anniversary edition. Okay. There's like illustrations Ooh. in it, and the print's pretty big. But I just couldn't, like, like I didn't want to sit in the bathtub and read this. Sure. You know? <laughs> it's like my touchstone is where I read. <laughs> it's like the supermarket hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you sit in the bathtub and read this book? No? Well, That's then. a valid criticism. <laughs> Um, it's got a trippy, like, optical illusion. I thought you had a notebook in your hand. Yeah. The cool cover. Um, but it's, uh, so yeah, I, like, read, I don't know, probably a third of it, and then I just, like, didn't touch it for a long time. Probably, like, a year. Mm. And then I was like, this is ridiculous. And I wanted to read the book. I'm like, you bought that book, it's beautiful, like, read the book. And then I just finally gave up on that goal. I was like, finish the story just listen to it. Mm-hmm. It's a play anyway. It's going to be easier to do that. You'll probably like it more if you listen to it. Sure. I feel that way about plays in general. Like, I tend to read them out loud to myself. Yeah. They're hard to read, I feel. Yeah, it's just reading a script. Yeah. And stage directions. So, it's not my favorite thing Let's to read. Let's table read one. I really want to. Let's do it. It's my goal. <laughs> Maybe when Claire comes. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds delightful. Oh, man. It's like the probably most nerdiest thing that I'm like, oh, even my nerd friends aren't going to go there with me. I will. <laughs> Let's table read. It's like D&D, but we have a script. Yeah, exactly. So I, um, I finished listening to it, but there was like a big gap in which I did it. Um, but yeah, it's then split into the next part. Where, well, at the end of the first part, I would say is, like, Roxanne marries Christian. Mm-hmm. Like, she still thinks he's Cyrano. Like, there's ups and downs. Yeah. They're running around tricking her, basically. Um, Cyrano's writing her letters, and she's just in love with this man writing her letters. And she believes it's Christian, because yeah. he's addressing them from Christian. Mm-hmm. And um, in the movie, it was, like, quick, before the Duke forces me to marry him... I'm going to marry Christian. Mm-hmm. And um, then the Duke sends them away to war. Immediately. Yeah. The front lines. That was a 180. <laughs> yep. And that's when the play changes. Um, yep. Oh, another thing. This was written in France, uh, French and translated. So sure. I think that also added part of the struggle. Yeah. Um, 
<clears throat> so Christian and Sierra know go to war. And it's dire. Sierra no War, am I right? Sierra <laughs> <laughs> <Cyrano>, no like <coughs> risks his life every day running back and forth through enemy lines to send letters to Roxanne. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in the book, which this did not happen in the movie, I think Roxanne comes to the place mm. to see them. Okay. Um, I could be wrong, but I think she does. Like, I think she does. But Christian finds out that Cyrano's in love with her. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't realize that before. <laughs> that he was just, you know. Are you new here? And, um... He finds out that, yeah, Cyrano just, like, is in love with her and writing to her, and he's like, why, 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 you know? And why have you done this? And, um... <laughs> I mean, fair question. Cyrano's basically like, this is for Roxanne, don't you dare tell her, like, she loves you, mm-hmm. and don't break her heart. And he feels bad, because ah, this played out a little differently, I think, in the movie, but, like, Christian is, like, dying. Mm. He gets shot. And mm-hmm. he's, like, dying. And he's like, wants to confess to Roxanne. And mm-hmm. that's where I think maybe she was there. Okay. I can't remember. Like, maybe she, oh, visits the men on the front mm-hmm. lines and brings them supplies or something. Um, but he's, like, trying to convince Christian, like, no, she really loves you. Like, I'm just helping you. Because mm-hmm. they're kind of buds. Mm-hmm. Like, they become friends. Cyrano likes him despite himself. Mm-hmm. And Christian likes Cyrano. They probably know each other better than they know <laughs> The real tragic love story. Uh, yeah, and Cyrano feels bad. I mean, he's this young boy, basically, mm-hmm. and dying on the battlefield. And um, Cyrano feels like a crappy, crappy person for what he's done. Good. And is basically, he's like, well, my parting gift to Christian is that I will never tell Roxanne. <laughs> Like, okay. this whole charade will die with him. Yeah. And she can warn her dead husband as she should. I never should have been involved. Mm-hmm. Kind of a thing. Um, Thorin's. <laughs> or maybe not, but they get sent away. Uh, Cyrano gets injured in the war. And, um... I don't know how big of a time skip it was in the book. I think in the movie it was like two years. Mm-hmm. He's like withering away, slowly dying from his injuries, injuries and broken heart, probably poverty and sure. other stuff too. Just not really taking care of himself mm-hmm. and being stubborn and not eating and stuff like that. And um, he visits Roxanne often because they're best friends and um i think in the movie she's at the convent and i think that's probably what she is in the book as well Mm -hmm. you know like widows and go in the convent and work there and um i'm trying to think i think this is the same in both things as Cyrano is like on his last legs (laughs) like he's dying and she finds out um, I don't know if it's because of a letter he wrote her or because of something he says that he was the one writing letters to her all along mm-hmm. and that she, he was the one she was actually in love with 
and she was so frustrated and she was like why why you know like i would have loved you kind mm-hmm. of a thing and even the book like you're reading kind of from cyrano's point of view i guess like it doesn't really say because it's just a play mm-hmm. but like i wasn't sure if it's like well that's she's saying that now that she's old and sad mm-hmm. and wiser you know she's not the romantic young fool anymore um not as vain as she used to be um or not but she's telling him like you know like why have you done this and he's just dies (laughs) that's the end of the play (laughs) yeah yep that's pretty much i mean from what you have said, mm-hmm. seems like the movie was pretty true to the story. I felt like it was, yeah. honestly. Like, it's a pretty simple story. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think the thing that set this apart is it kind of felt like Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. But Shakespeare usually has comedies or tragedies. Yeah. And trage- comedies are like, they often end in marriage mm-hmm. and happiness. You know, and, like, there's silly shenanigans throughout the whole yeah. thing. But, like, usually comedy means happy ending mm-hmm. back then. Um, and tragedy means, yeah, death, tragedy, obviously. Mm-hmm. This book felt like it started a comedy, and the second half turned into a tragedy. Right. <laughs> like, it literally, like, tried to do both. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could see that being very jarring for people, because it's not setting you up for what you expect in right. the first half. And then the second half everyone dies and is disillusioned with life. <laughs> and it's yep. sad. Yeah. Star-crossed lovers and I don't know. I mean I guess we don't have a lot of those these days, do we? Stories that are like just star-crossed lovers. I don't know the true definition of that. Yeah, I guess I don't necessarily either, but I don't know. <coughs> trying to think Padme and Anakin one of them's dead at the end like is that what it means it's like when two people are not able to be together for some reason yeah and I feel like usually if we have that in content the conclusion is that they do get to be together yeah like, even the notebook, where they die at the end. Right. Like they do eventually get to be together sure. for their lives, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't know. It was high drama, which, if that's what you're wanting, that's what you're going to get. I guess. But. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> A tragic love story. I would say this is the second book in the Well Met series that I read. Oh! <laughs> the Renaissance series? Yes! And the second book is the one where the girl is writing to um, the man that she had a relationship with over the summer, mm. and she continues to write to him after he leaves that mm. fair. And travels the circuit, and she stays in town, and she starts emailing him, and then six months into their emailing relationship, she realizes she's emailing somebody else. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's been uh, lying to her this whole time, so. Yeah, Not my favorite that. trope. But they ended up together, right? He didn't They'd, die at the end? He did not. <laughs> no. 
That was uh, uh, a so comedy. So you glad Cyrano God has come up in? <laughs> I don't know. Here's my feelings. If you want them. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I think Cyrano's a big, fat, whiny baby. <laughs> who needs to grow up. And that's it. That's the story. I mean, that might be the story. Like, you can get that from the text. Yeah. And it's not like it contradicts it. <laughs> I just, and like, maybe it's just, you know, 300 years too late. Yeah. I've seen this person. Yeah. Exist. Yeah. Time and again. In fiction, in reality. Mm-hmm. And it's just exhausting. And yeah. it's like, you know, the nice guy doesn't have to finish last, Cyrano. Like, yeah, you could just tell Roxanne. You could have just told her. Be vulnerable. Maybe you should have written her those letters. Yeah. That went a long way for her. And it really did. <laughs> so, don't know. Just seems a little silly. And when something is that silly, it's hard to actually feel sad about it. Yeah. Like, I'm here for a tragic love story, yeah. but I don't feel like that's what this was. <laughs> it, it, well, and part of the silliness is, is, like, it starts out like a comedy. Well, and that's where, like, maybe shenanigans yeah. could have been funnier. Yeah. But then exactly. the end was like, and then no one lived happily ever after. And it was like, yeah. well, it's because you're all dumb. <laughs> yeah, right. Whereas if it was, like, solely a comedy all the way yeah. through, I feel like it would have been, like, could have ended in like she finds them out and you know maybe there's another girl involved too and it would have or maybe she would be like screw you guys and it would have been a funny ending yeah i don't know but that's now we got we jumped to tragedy yeah i don't know if we'd left the war out of it (laughs) (laughs) it might have been a light-hearted time you know Mm -hmm. but it just got real heavy and I don't know. Is there a deeper meaning? This is my. This is the only question I've come up is with for you. Is there a deeper meaning? And like, are we just supposed to be depressed? I think are we supposed a to be like, okay, don't joke about things because you'll die? I mean, what's the message? I think the message um, is probably, to be honest, mm-hmm. I think that's one of them. Sure. Like, take your chance, man. And um, it's better than the alternative. Yep. Like that's what I, I was kind of expecting it to be. A, like, how dare society do this to this man? Yeah. And I didn't really feel like that was the message, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, despite us starting that way, mm-hmm. like I kind of felt like it was him being like, "Well, I'm an old fool," and it was like, "Yeah, yeah, you kind of are." And you kind of always were. <laughs> and like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's. I'm not going to call it a great love story because she doesn't know it's him. And uh, he's obsessing over some young girl. Like, Mm -hmm. do you actually care about her? Or have you built her into... Your fantasy girl. Your fantasy girl because you've told yourself you can't have her. Right. Like, I feel like that's the real message, but that's maybe just a modern take. Well, that's that's kind of what I mean. How much of my... uh, Glasses are painted with yeah. bitterness. And I'm like, well, maybe if you didn't pursue a 17 year old, I wouldn't have You know, skin. there is that. <laughs> she was yeah. older than that in the movie, but maybe not in the books. I don't know. Mm. Uh, I doubt they stated their age in the books. Yeah. Just usually a young, beautiful maiden. Of course. Who's a fool. 
They all are. And that's what we want. Not the old spinsters. <laughs> the young, stupid ones. Uh, when they actually learn something. Oh, can't marry that. That's a witch. <laughs> <laughs> Burn it. Oh my gosh. So funny. <coughs> my goodness. But yeah, all in all, it was a fun journey. I actually uh, pitched this to, um, oh, this is a really convoluted way to get to tell this story. The Books Unbound podcast. Yes. It's a very fun podcast. Recommend. Um, they have, like, a Discord mm-hmm. in their Patreon where um, the people who follow them can, like, discuss books or mm. post book calls or what, whatever. I don't really understand Discord, but I was attempting to. I was going to say, you just used two words that immediately made me feel 80... 88 it, years old. <laughs> Patreon and Discord. I know. I was, it, it's really ancient. Like, if you get on Discord, it feels ancient. Where it's yeah. like, it feels like fanfiction.net. Okay. Where it's like, I, I gotta, I can't understand this because it mm. looks like an old school web form. <laughs> Haven't figured one of these out in a Interesting while. Interesting choice. Um, but, so I think probably once you get it, it's like Reddit or something. Mm, but yeah. It, I also don't understand Reddit. I don't either. (laughs) But it actually felt more old school than new, which was weird. Um, But they have all these different things. And I mentioned reading Cyrano. And I was kind of just bringing up the broader discussion. Like, do you guys like reading plays? Yeah. Or do you feel like that's not even a good way to consume them? Because Mm -hmm. they're meant to be performed on stage. So I was saying, like, we kind of act like this is like a highbrow thing to read all these old plays. But is that even how they were intended to be Mm-mm. consumed, so mm. why are we torturing ourselves and acting academic about it? Right. So that's kind of a conversation I was trying to start. And um, everyone was really nice who, who joined in on that. Mm-hmm. It was an interesting conversation. But many of them are Canadian, okay. which the podcast hosts are Canadian. Okay. So that makes <clears> sense. <throat> but um, so many of them, Cyrano was what they read in high school. Like our like we read Romeo and Juliet. Everyone's like mm-hmm. in the public schools have read Romeo and Juliet because probably. it's French. I think so. Okay. And they said they read it in high school and they read it in French. So like like oh, their okay. French classes studied. Sure. You know, which I thought that was fascinating. <laughs> that is pretty neat. <laughs> I was like, really? Hmm. So you're Canadian. Sound off. <laughs> you yeah. had to read this book in the original French. <laughs> yeah. Is it better? That probably tainted your experience, honestly. That sounds like a lot of work that you had to do for school. I mean, not if you speak French. Yeah, I guess. I guess. (sighs) Yeah. Interesting. I thought that was funny, because I don't know anyone in America who's read Cyrano for high school. No. I I don't... I've never heard of it. Until the movie trailer. Yeah. You know? Um, that might have been how I heard it. Did yeah. I buy that book after I watched the trailer? I don't know. I, I remember I you talking about wanting to see it, yeah. and then I learned it was a book. I don't think I learned it was a play until we were watching it, and you mm-hmm. said that. Um, I know we were talking about this. I heard a reference to it somewhere. <laughs> and now <laughs> Me too. I heard it, too. Okay, if you heard it, too, then it must not have been the well-met book. Because I was like, maybe it was. Maybe they said well, it in I there. I heard it, too. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, I think it's out there. I do feel like it's such a simple story, and it's like, there's there are good messages in it. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that it hasn't been referenced more. Yeah. I don't know if it's because it's... French. <laughs> yeah, is it because it's French, and so much of those old things are English that we have right. remade, literature-wise, or mm-hmm. Greek? 
I'm not really sure. But, um, yeah. Is there an I don't know the, the playwright? Yeah. Are there other plays? Are there books? I don't know. What is it? I can't tell. If that's his name. Mm-hmm. Let's see what this gentleman Edmund Rostand. Hmm. That's the author. Okay. Um. So not Shakespeare. No, but not Shakespeare. And probably not as old as Shakespeare. It's actually it's probably a weird comparison. <laughs> not that old, I don't think. Okay. Maybe it is. I don't think it was actually like written in the for time where it was based. That yeah, it's based in. Okay, but I could be wrong. But I could be wrong. <laughs> Hang on. I can Google it. So the walking blah blah blah. Cyrano. Because this is copyright nineteen fifty four, but that could just be like the English translation. No. Nineteen fifty four is not that long ago. In the grand scheme of history. <laughs> I mean, that book itself might have been. Yeah. That's the copyright in the book, because that's, yeah, that's what it looks like. the cover, but it's saying, like... Um, premiere date... Do you want to see his name? Is saying 1897. Okay. I don't know what the premiere means. Probably when the play was first performed. Could be. Yeah. That's what Wikipedia yeah. says, so yeah. that's got to be right. I think I, that feels that feels true. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like the research we've done for this podcast? We know everything. <laughs> Interesting. Anyway, I feel like after watching Beowulf, like it really. That was a lot better than Beowulf. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No. <laughs> I was saying like it really hasn't like made me. It maybe should have, but it really hasn't made me go, like, I'm not going to read the classics. And say, like, same with Anna Karenina. Like, after watching some of these movies that are being made mm-hmm. called what these books are, this one was very accurate. Yeah. Disp- and a lot of people hated it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why, because it was pretty accurate. Right. Um, but a lot of them aren't. And some go as far as to, like, completely change the ending and yeah. be reimagining, but not even saying that, you know? That's unfortunate. And it's just like, well, just not, I can't everything trust anything. I can't trust anything now <laughs> to give me a representation of this I book. mean, that's where, you know, the, the saying mm-hmm. of the book was better. Yeah, right. And there's often truth to that. Yeah. I don't, it's not always fair, but... Well, and even if it's not better, I just feel like, what, that's sucky. Like, maybe mm-hmm. you don't want to read the giant book, mm-hmm. and you're like, I just would like to see what the story is like, mm-hmm. and then they completely change, change it. Change that's it. That's not fair. <laughs> because somebody artistically wanted to reimagine it, mm-hmm. and like, I'm not saying they can't do that, but like, why would you act like it's the same Well, thing? you know, then, then you do the ten things I hate about you for your Shakespeare play. Like, don't A just... perfect example! <laughs> You're welcome. Um, don't just rewrite the story. Yeah, don't know? be like, here's Shakespeare's Ten Things I Hate About You. That was the traditional title, yes. The day we know the By William Shakespeare. Okay. The day you William Shakespeare. By Bill. Uh, oh, man, I could not. It's based in 1640. Cyrano. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not That's sure when right. the Shakespearean era was. Yeah. Before that, wasn't it? I think so. A lot of, see, it's what's really confusing 
for me, and I'm sure for everybody, is for some reason we've decided that Shakespeare's plays take place in this time period, but, like, a huge number of Shakespeare's plays that I've read actually take place in, like, the Roman time. Ah. But we've made all the movies to be, like, England! (laughs) He was born in 1564. He died in 1616, so... A little while ago. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I'm I'm not... um, His plays are written from all different time periods, like... Sure. Yeah, I don't know if I knew that. I'm not... Yeah. I think the only play I've ever read is Romeo and Juliet. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Um, That probably was more that time period. Maybe... Maybe one other Shakespeare play, but yeah, it's a weird format. It, it is. It is. That's why I wanted to just like table read one of those, which mm-hmm. would be difficult a little bit because the old English. But that would just add to the. Humor. I would rather read something get else. Like get like glass of wine and <laughs> attempt Ooh. to read the old English. <laughs> I would rather read something that's not in old English. <clears throat> Because that would it'd be hard to like immerse yourself. Because yes. at, least, at least for me, because I would be asking, mm-hmm. what did I just say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You'd have to like read the whole thing and read your character's part. And yeah. Watch a movie and then be like, okay, I got I it. Get the vibe of well, this well, that's what I was gonna sentence. say <laughs> when you pitched that question you mentioned for Discord. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> that's a valid question. Yeah. Like, why do we consume these things this way? Yeah. Because. If anything, a script is meant to be read by, you know, a director, but the actors Mm -hmm. to fully immerse themselves in a character who are understanding this character and the way it was, they were written way better than we are reading every single part. Mm -hmm. So. Well, that's that's just it. I watched um, a version of Hamlet, which is word for word Hamlet. Mm -hmm. It is the full thing. Mm -hmm. It was like a four, six, I don't even know how many hour movie. It was a long movie. I had to watch it in part. I watched it when I was sick with the flu. So so. So you really didn't retain anything. (laughs) It was a good movie, but like it had the whole script in it. Mm -hmm. And so now, but I can't say I've read Hamlet. Yeah. Even though I've probably experienced Hamlet. How long is the audiobook? Right? <laughs> is it four hours? Like, because I, then you I, read I, Hamlet. I mean, it's just funny, because it's like, would that count? Sure. You know, you can count audiobooks, right? But, like, do I have to read the book, even though I've consumed all the words of Hamlet and actually was intended to be consumed? No. Obviously, it wasn't a stage. It was a movie. But it was I think still you've, performed. you've consumed Hamlet the way it was meant to you be know? consumed, and that's more valid than reading the play. And, like, sure, if you're reading something, you can, oh, pause and dwell on it. But it's like... Doing that with the old English Can you? Like... <laughs> I can't. Uh, so yeah, I don't know, it was an interesting little back and forth. I don't think I've been on the Discord since because I find it confusing. The Discord <laughs> or the Patreon. Oh, man, <laughs> but it was fun, and a lot of the people were like, "Oh, I like reading plays. I think it's I think it's valuable," and I'm not saying. Oh, I know one way or the other, no. you know, it was just more of a, like... I, obviously, I'm glad they're out there. Yeah. It's good to be able to mm-hmm. consume the thing, yeah. but 
that's not how it was meant to be consumed. I mean, we don't read movie scripts. I think I changed my whole opinion about Shakespeare when I went and saw a performance of A Midsummer Night's Dream. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I love this. This is magical. Sure. And I was like, oh, I I could enjoy this in Mm -hmm. the context. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, I was like when I was a teenager, but Mm -hmm. I was... I was like, this is a delight. Mm-hmm. I can see why people like to Yeah. Well, this. and I think you said this before about, like, college as a whole mm-hmm. and how the people who love it, yeah. like, had good professors. And yeah. I think that's often the case with uh, anyone who loves Shakespeare is that it was brought to life for them uh-huh. in one way or another or multiple times. Maybe they went and saw plays done really well as well as had, like, enlightening conversation with their peers and yep. their professors or teachers and... I've never had that experience. Yeah, well, yeah, and I think any high school professor who's worth their salt is going to, like, encourage you to watch the movie Mm -hmm. and, like, act it out as a class together and do breeding parts and, like, discuss things and almost, like, a fan about a movie, you know, like, fan conversations about a movie. Like, Mm -hmm. that's how you would do it. And Mm -hmm. I did that even just with Abby with one book and, like, we had a lot of fun together. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, we read it and we talked about it and we watched a movie Mm -hmm. and, like... Um, way more enjoyable to do that. And, yeah. like, I had a literature class in high school where we read, ugh, what was it? what is it, Canterbury Tales, okay? Mm. That's not a, like, read for funsies <laughs> book. Um, but it was fun because mm-hmm. we would read a portion and we'd talk about it and we'd pick it apart and we'd go, oh, what do you think he's trying to say? And yeah. this is this time period and this is what it was known for. And, like, the teacher came with stuff mm-hmm. to discuss and we do the readings and we talk through it. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, I don't know, it becomes more like a, a study, I guess, yeah. for lack of better words. Well, it's a shared experience. Yeah, yeah. And trying to find the meanings and trying right. to find joy in it mm-hmm. together. So it's easier to do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Something that's a little dry when you're reading by yeah. yourself. Well, I wouldn't have enjoyed Cyrano on my own. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure I actually enjoyed it, but yeah. like it had good parts. I think the story, uh, honestly, if they just not made it a musical, it probably would have been fine. Yes. Or if they had done the musical better, yes. it would have been fine. I think it would have had a much higher rating. It just wasn't a great musical. I think the musical made it a little corny. Yeah. I don't feel that way about musicals. Like, I, I love musicals. I kind of checked out. Yeah. Like, it probably did. You're probably right. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, a musical is supposed to be, like, this is the part where we wow you. Yeah. Because we're going to sing and dance, and nothing is memorable. Nothing stood out. No. Um, So, if they'd done away with that, it probably would have been more impactful. I think so. Or if they had done really good music, it would have been more impactful. But because it just kind of teetered in the middle there, it wasn't very good. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I don't know. It was pretty. So if you really like the book, <laughs> don't let the critics let you not watch the movie. Just prepare yourself for some just, music. Just and... know that the music's a little weird and doesn't have a matching tone. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I mean, good actors, a fun time. I enjoyed it in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, I'm... 
I've never not been glad that I've read the book before doing one of these. I kind of enjoy yeah. that I have this little outlet for it. Sure. Like it's a fun little project for me. Well, it though. is. It's probably motivating to yeah, actually get is. you through the book. Get you through some classics and, like, it's just something I'm always curious about. But it's like, curiosity can only take you so far true. through some of these old <laughs> dry classics. So. Very true. <sighs> Very true. Well, anything else to add? I don't. You... I don't think so. I think I said my piece. I do think the Roxanne woman did a really good job being very captivating. Mm-hmm. I, I think she made the biggest impression on me mm. at the end of that movie. Sure. I was like, wow, look at this lovely lady. Mm-hmm. And she pulled off her minimal... Yeah. <laughs> minimal lines and mineral character, but mm-hmm. she still pulled it off. <laughs> sure. Ugh. Um, well, we have an Instagram. We do. It is at story analysis. I always choke on that word. Analysis. Podcast. <laughs> yes. 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 Um, yeah. Find us there. Mm-hmm. Leave a comment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. How do you sign this off? Let me know what book you want me to suffer through next. <laughs> For the next lit lit lit. Yeah. <laughs> I just say, we'll see you all next time. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you all next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye.